0: Who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come
1: on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. Bro. First of all, <laughs> you got to get the names right. <laughs> okay. You get your names right say, for all these stats? Well, you do,
0: first, you first of all, right? double A, double A. you know, Anthony wants the big, three. everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> so <I> would do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. starting five. laughs>
2: Just give
0: me a starting five. What I'm do good. you think? Like Okay, you know, okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> All of a sudden, What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Matter of Stats podcast. As always, myself, Anthony, with the fellas, Billy, Kobe, gentlemen. What's happening?
2: Good evening. What's going good on, evening, boys? Good evening, Billy. <laughs> what's hey, up, man?
1: You, you, you know, it's good funny. Evening. Uh, good evening, fellas. <laughs> It's funny because I was watching uh, I was watching yesterday's nightly news with uh, Lester Holt on TV today, and uh, he always starts off his show with, good evening, and I responded back to him. I was like, good evening. <laughs> as he was like, why did you say good evening back? And I, I had to explain to her how uh, how Anthony used to take us into the pods back in the day with the good evening.
0: <laughs> oh, that's, that's how the professionals do it, see?
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe good that's forward. where you stole it from from, from the
0: legend Lester Holt, you know? <laughs> I get all my stuff from Ron Burgundy. <laughs>
1: Ron Burgundy. Oh, God. Oh, man. Anyway,
2: hey, well, before we get into anything. You're definitely uh, not getting is, your stuff from Ron Burgundy because you don't do what I do. <laughs> we all know what Ron Burgundy does when he's on the news. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> uh, before we get into anything, we should probably let the people know um we're, ha- we're having some technical difficulties with our recording app today for the pod. So we had to switch over and uh, use Skype audio instead just for uh, just for this week. So hopefully that is fixed by next week and we're uh, back up and running. But yeah, sorry if the audio quality isn't that great this week, but we're going to get through it. So
0: Yeah, we do apologize for that, but we thank you for listening. And of course, we just like to remind everybody to make sure you check out the Matter of Stats podcast anywhere you get your pods, Apple, Spotify, check out our IG, check out our... Uh, Twitter and our YouTube page. We appreciate it. We appreciate the likes and the follows. So thank you very much for that.
1: And before you do anything else, hold on. We got we to gotta update the people and let them know. We uh, YouTube just launched personalized handles. Um, so we have ours as of today. So you can go to youtube.com forward slash at Matter of Stats Podcast. So kind of weird. That's not, that's not normal. You usually don't have to put the at symbol in there, but Uh, I guess with YouTube, you do. So, youtube.com forward slash at Matter of Stats podcast. That is
0: live now. so Cool. Check us out. All right, gentlemen, let's get started with this week's headlines. What do you say? All right. All (laughs) right. Uh, The Nets uh, last week, they uh, named their assistant coach, Jock Vaughn, as the team's permanent head coach, at least for the rest of this season. Um, In some soccer news, big soccer fans uh, around the world, uh, the uh, 2022 World Cup begins this weekend in Qatar. So that's a very big deal uh, in uh, a lot of the parts of the country. In some college football news, we talked about it last week. This weekend, of course, is the big rivalry game between USC and UCLA at the Rose Bowl. Uh, I just uh, saw earlier that uh, this game is actually sold out at the Rose Bowl, which is which is kind of cool because UCLA hadn't sold out a lot of games this year. And in some uh, NFL news, thought it would be fun. Uh, the Bears, Billy, their loss to the Lions last weekend was a bit historic as they became the first team ever to score at least 29 points in three straight games and lose them all. So well,
2: kudos a, to the Chicago Bears. That's a reversal for the Lions. Give someone else a historic bad scenario speaking uh speaking of
1: losses uh ucla lost last saturday right so shocking
0: yeah yeah it was a big uh, upset so
1: yeah so now they're 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 going into this game with uh usc what eight and two i think it is yeah so obviously
0: now they have two losses usc has the one so it really hurts ucla's uh chances at the pac-12 championship it, it pretty much they were it was a long shot anyways, but it takes them out of any national championship hopes. But it's still a rivalry game. Both teams are still obviously having great seasons, and you got some big time players in the game, so it figures to be a, a pretty good matchup. Anytime, anytime USC UCLA
2: play, it's always competitive. So, World uh, Cup, man. World now. Cup's exciting, man. It's going to be a uh, Messi's last World Cup. It's going to be Ronaldo's last World Cup. Uh, I believe, uh, I can't remember his name, I think from Germany, if I remember right. It's going to be his last World Cup as well. So it's going to be a few uh, big stars, their last World Cup, so it should be really interesting to uh, see how this goes out. I mean, a lot of games starting at 2 a.m., if anyone wants to get up at 2 a.m. out here and watch them. Uh, I'm sure, you know, if your team's playing, I'm sure you'll be up and ready to watch. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's exciting, you
0: know. Team USA is in the World Cup this time, so that's, that's exciting. Fair. I know, I know they're not expected to obviously uh, win the whole thing, but the fact that we're back in the World Cup is exciting.
2: I mean, they're better than they were last year. Um, oh, obviously they made it this this time around right. <laughs> since they, last year, but uh, they have been improved. You know, I, I've seen a couple of their games. They uh, they look pretty good. Um, they got they made some improvements. So uh, we'll see how far they can get. You know, hopefully, uh, they they make a good dent in this. This uh, World Cup.
0: Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's keep it moving and get into our uh, Laker talk segment. You had a great segue there, Billy, about improvement. Um, So it brings us to our Laker topic this week. Should gentlemen, the Lakers call this season a wrap and just wait till next summer? Or should we make some trades now to try to improve this roster and save the season? Billy, what do you
2: think? Trade everybody. No, I don't <laughs> <care>. <laughs>
0: Fire sale.
2: Yeah, right? Um, yeah, yeah you, you, you can't just punt on this season because you don't know what's going to happen the next season, right? I mean, you don't know what players player going to be. Um, you know, I've, I've always said I don't really like doing the whole thing where we wait to see what LeBron does and all that garbage. But we did and uh this is what we end up with so um i i I love russ coming off the bench he's he's doing really good um right now as of now he's a six man of the year candidate but he also makes all the money that needs to be traded off the books so um yeah we we got to make some kind of adjustment somewhere um it's not going to be like one player, one small trade is gonna make a big improvement. You you got to make it some kind of significant move to bring in some shooting, and uh, you know that that's you can tell by watching the games. That's where we're lacking. People are just sagging off, letting guys shoot. I mean, we have a couple guys that are shooting well, but it's just not enough. And that you know, it's just obvious. I mean, we're just keep saying it over and over again, and I I don't know how Rob does not see it. Um, we all saw that thing where uh, I guess Rob's traveling to Indiana for who knows what reason, and Turner out there sending that tweet, like, yeah, or something like that. But you know, yeah, I'm sure that's I'm sure, out there, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's just like you know, he's just going to Indiana for something else. But yeah. it would be nice and, if and that's obviously- why he was going out there, but.
0: Well, it would be so, obviously, and you're yeah. you're okay with giving up the draft collateral, right? If if oh, the I've, Lakers were to make a move, you have no issue giving up picks, right? Uh,
2: I mean, seven years from now, I mean, we're gonna eventually we'll have some kind of young talent that's gonna be up there, and we're gonna be able to trade and get the picks back somehow or whatever. It always happens that way. I I don't know why we're holding on to these two picks. It just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: I think a funner game to play would be. Let's try to predict what the front office will actually do.
2: <laughs> how about we get a new? How about we just get a new front office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, well, uh,
0: let's let's pretend. Let's pretend that you're running the show, Kobe. What would you do?
1: <laughs> well, no. Look, I mean, I agree with Billy. I mean, we're obviously we're a win now franchise. Always so been that way for the Lakers. Uh, everyone knows that. Uh, we're not we're not stacking picks like the Thunder, you know. So, uh, like you guys just said, what what the hell is the point of hanging on to the picks right now? Um, but I do kind of see it too, like how they're saying, "Oh, well, if this gets to a point where we're 25 games in and we're, you know, uh, five and 20, then do we want to give away the picks then? If this season's going to be wasted anyways, you know? So, um, I think at the end of the day, we'll we'll probably all agree on this pod today that we need to make moves ASAP to put us into contention, but. Jeannie and Rob will will hear this pod tomorrow and say, you know what? Let's do exactly what Laker Nation doesn't want us to do. So, (laughs) um, But those are my thoughts. I mean, I I think we do need to make moves, uh, but who knows if
2: we actually do. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying that before the season started that we can't wait 20 to 25 games in. Something should be in the works as we speak. I mean, look, we have basically a week off, right? This is yeah, a week where much. I feel that this would have been a great time to try to make a move to go out and make a make a make some kind of a splash or some kind of improvements, but we haven't even heard anything of them actually even trying anything yet. So if you're not even making the effort that just and you're sitting here waiting for Schroeder and Bright to come back thinking that they're gonna be the saviors, you're completely should not be running this team. Well, yeah i mean
0: we are all in agreement on the general concept of not <laughs> wasting the entire season and and of course i've always been an advocate of trading the picks if it's going to get us players that are going to help us now to win but you're right kobe there there is a line of demarcation so to speak so
2: Ooh, whoa, if whoa, you're whoa. if you're not going to do something <laughs> where would that soon, come from
0: DeMar yeah. Rosentation, huh? DeMar <laughs> look, Ros- <laughs> look it up look it up look it up if you're not yeah, going to do something kind of soon then you're right. There's going to come a point where it's going to be too late and it's not going to be worth giving up anything to improve the team because you're going to be too far behind to make it to make it matter. Yeah. So Billy's right. This is the time. And I know they loosely set around Thanksgiving, which is next week. So it's kind of it's kind of you know, kind of in the same window that they you know, allegedly had thrown out there. Um, but. My big thing, and, and I, I mentioned this before, is. You know, Rob made this big, you know, deal on opening, I mean, I'm sorry, at Media Day about how we're going to be better. We have to be better than last year. You know, we can't put the same product out there. This roster is going to be better. We're still going to make improvements. We know we have to improve this roster, yada, yada, yada. And nothing has happened. It's been radio silence completely. And we clearly need to do something to improve the roster because there's obvious deficiencies with size, with depth, with uh, three-point shooting, with offense, uh, and and those things obviously also translate in the defensive end. You get a little more size, versatility, shot blocking. So it, it all, you know, one hand washes the other. And because we've done nothing, that's the thing that frustrates me is how can you, after last season? Right after last season's disaster, how can you let a season like this happen again and see it spiraling out of control again? And just sit back and be like, well, we're really concerned about taking on a little salary. Or we're really concerned about the draft picks or I get it. This idea that you're going to trade for Bradley Beal and that's great. Let's just pretend for the sake of argument that they're actually. Like they've got some wink, wink secret deal in place to get Bradley Beal when he's able to be traded for. That's not till January. So even if that deal exists,
2: what's what's
0: our record going to be in
2: (laughs) January? We get like ten and (laughs) fifty.
1: Hey, well, well, Bradley Beal, you got to do something now. He'll feel right at home, you know. Will we be ten and fifty? Like you said,
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But that's what I'm saying. You
1: got to do something now,
0: even if it's just bridging the gap. You got to do something.
2: Remember what we said at the beginning. Rob never gave us a timeline, right? I, mean, I know he never gave window, a timeline. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wide yeah, open and there's there's not. It's not even close to being sliding shut. So it's it's stuck in the open position. Yeah. And well,
1: and 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 the other thing too, Anthony. You know, you, you you have to remember. I think that the front office really believed that last year wasn't a fair shake because of all the injuries. And I think that I don't think that they're intentionally or purposely allowing. All this to happen wow. this year because you know they're just letting it it's just i think they thought it was going to play out differently with everybody healthy you know so
0: that's, that's yeah added. but yeah but not clear everybody's ever healthy roster needed
1: that, that's why i say yeah, billy but, in- in- injuries should not matter when it comes to like figuring out a
2: game plan so that's what well, we're building, we shot ourselves in the foot when you're building yeah, a I roster you plan for that right i mean you, you plan for like okay 80s injury prone okay lebron's old okay russ is the most the guy that plays almost 82 games he's the most durable he plays through everything or stuff that we probably don't even know about right but you still don't have anyone around him, and that's the front office job to build a team knowing like this guy's going to be here this guy's into this but they don't do it it's been like this for like two or three years they don't pay attention and it's frustrating like they get these guys last year they try to get all these veteran big names what did that do and then this year they got you know some young guys which a couple are panning out but the rest are like guys that were here before or didn't pan out on other teams like there's a reason why they didn't pan out on other teams so they're not doing their due diligence in my opinion and it's biting us in the ass again
0: yeah but Kobe you you said something a second ago you said that they're not necessarily deliberately or intentionally just trying to sabotage or punt this season away and that might be true but they also clearly recognized and knew before the season started that this roster did not have enough size and did not have enough shooting to be you know a legitimate contender i mean rob basically said that in oh, you know, he- in his the opening press conference that he May. did and he was done nothing to that. improve that yeah and they've done nothing to improve that so you're right maybe they're not intentionally sabotaging but they they knew the roster was flawed to begin with and they haven't improved it in the areas that it needs to be improved so maybe it's not an intentional sabotage but by not doing anything isn't that just isn't that just as you know uh you know guilty isn't that just as problem well, problematic as not making anything happen, just sitting back and being like, "Well, we didn't know it was gonna be this bad."
1: Well, there's a well, there's a lot of things though that that come into play. There's things that we may just not know, you know. Like, wouldn't that be just a, a wonderful world to live in to to think that we had all the exact same knowledge and all the behind the scenes knowledge uh, of the Lakers franchise as fans that you know Rob and Jeannie and everyone else do? I mean, come on, like.
0: But here's the here's the problem. Sometimes it's worse to say. I'm going to do something and then not do anything than it is to just say nothing at all. So I think part of the problem is when Rob says, we know this team has to be better. We know we need to make improvements and we are going to make improvements to this roster to make it better, to get shooting, to do yada, yada, yada. And then when you go radio silent and do nothing, that makes it worse than if you just wouldn't have said anything and said, you know, we're gonna, you know, this is the oh, team we got, on, and we're gonna man. do the best it, we can. It, it, and-
1: if he, if they didn't say nothing, you'd be on their case about that too. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, he said it. Well, maybe they can't make moves. Maybe no teams are willing to work with them Maybe his pass of being an agent is coming back right now with a vengeance. Like,
2: who knows? Well, my, know? my thing is, if they were actually trying to at least attempt to do this or do that, it would have came out right. I mean, not, not everything would, but majority of it. And if it was anything big, it would have because. Well, hold, so on, hold on, hold on,
1: hold we, on. We were just watching. I think it was on the on this past Lakers documentary. The was it the uh, the winning time? No, not, not winning time. What's this latest one that we just watched with the Bus family?
2: Anthony? Oh, uh, the one on Hulu. Oh, the Legacy, Legacy, oh, yeah, Legacy. legacy. Yeah. yeah,
1: we were just watching that one, and and didn't they say that the Powell Gasol trade was like the biggest, best kept secret, you know, in the entire league? Like no one knew what was going to happen until like the night it happened or whatever. So. You know, how do we know that that kind of stuff isn't happening? You know?
0: Because it's a different current, current media and social media.
2: Yeah. But, and it's also uh, Kobe, a different I, Kobe, on- I hear
0: everything. I hear everything you're saying, but I, had I think a, it's I had naive to be, to believe that nothing is out there. I think it's naive to believe that, well, we're trying, but there's just nothing we can do. I think it's pretty clear that there are options and we I don't, don't want didn't, those didn't, options for, I, for whatever the reason is. You're right. Didn't we, Kawhi, we don't know didn't what the reason Kawhi just,
1: Didn't Kawhi just three years ago shake up the whole freaking world when when he when he recruited Paul George? Nobody knew that was happening. They became instant championship favorites.
2: Anyway, obviously, none of that worked out, but you're, I'm just saying like that
1: all happened too in the height of social media. So yeah. how did that happen?
2: You remember just, during that time, though.
0: No, I'm saying yes.
2: It's there's going to be some Kawhi things that pop. we don't see coming. <laughs> yeah, well, well, during that time, though, the Lakers ha- had leaks all over the place. It was ridiculous. So, back then when that Pau Gasol thing is, like we said, there was no social media or anything like that, right? It was under wraps. There was. There was. I'm but uh, you, I, Not, I, I, I not like it is now, but our front office is way different. And there's been leaks all the last, like, three years or whatever. And... I'm pretty sure if something was going on that we would have known about it by now. I don't know. I don't,
1: I just don't think that we're as privy. There you go. There's a word for you, Anthony, to, to all the inside information that, of course, we're not everything. Of so what no creates the illusion well, that is, we're not doing anything. Yeah, but but. According to Anthony's Nobody messages, is suggesting
0: that we know everything.
1: <laughs> well, just, we know 99% just, of it, though. No, <laughs> I'm just
0: suggesting that there, there, has, there, there clearly were options on the table that we chose not to do for whatever the reason is that we chose not to do. And I'm not even saying that maybe those were the right decisions in that moment. My point is... I don't know if you can go this entire season and just ride it out and then finish in second to last and then have people complain that we punted away another season and LeBron's going to be 39. And like Billy said, you're going to put your eggs in a basket that might be empty in the summer because you might not get what you were hoping to get. And then it's a double waste. And to make it worse. You got the people complaining like, oh, well, now the what if our pick is number one and it goes to the Pelicans? And, you know, so there's just there's there's a lot of uh, things that could go wrong rather than could go right. And I just think you have to try to do something to make this team at least a, a playoff contender and and try to build some something out of this season.
2: There's that what if, too. It's like, oh, We can't. What if the Pelicans get a? What if they get the number one pick? Okay, so be it. They get it. What if? Right. Well, if that pick doesn't pan out, how do we know? We don't know. Seven years down the road, those two picks we have. Well, if there's nothing down the road, why are we holding on to them? Right. Like sure, it's it's. Oh man. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we're all
0: kind of I think we're all kind of on the same page here. Hopefully the team will start to put a little bit of momentum. Hopefully this game Friday against the Pistons will be good. We'll get some guys back and then that will maybe, you know, help us evaluate and make some sort of trade or trades that will get the team more competitive.
2: So I, I really I really think this I really think this was like a really good time after that win against Brooklyn. Be like, okay, we have like a base. You know, we basically have a week off before our next game. Let's let's see what we can do to improve this team. And yeah, you know, well, silence. you might be right,
0: Billy. It's not too late. You still got two days till Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we want to uh, want to try a couple new uh, segments here this week on the Matter of Stats podcast. Have a little fun with it.
2: Podcast? Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> going to going to have some fun here with this. So, we got a new segment here that we will yeah, like call Which stat matters more. So, I will present two stats to the group and you guys will tell me which stat you believe matters more, which is more impactful to what is happening with our Lakers. Are you ready, the, gentlemen? I
1: thought, well, I thought the segment was going to be called Stats That Matter Most. Didn't we talk about this? Why why I screw this up, man?
0: Uh, no. This is what we went with. Do we do we get a prize? <laughs> uh, yes. It's in the mail. You make it I sound know, like you, we do. You you make it seem
1: like these are always going to be fun,
0: and they're
2: always like a bore fest at the end of the day. Sounds okay, like let's, a let's game. Go. Sounds like hey, we're, we're trying we're trying to have some fun here. Would you play? I a want one? a prize. It was, all right. Well, if I win, send me a twelve card. pack. <laughs> right, sure.
0: All right, gentlemen, are you ready? All right, let's go. Okay. Stat number one in Laker wins this year, all three of them, we make (laughs) over 11 threes a game in the nine in the 10 losses. They make only nine a game stat. Number two in wins this year, Russ and Bev play 28 minutes or less in the losses. They both play 30 minutes a game. Which stat matters more, Kobe?
1: Uh, I think that the Russ and Pat Bev stat matters more um, because that's controllable. Uh, You can control how many minutes guys play, but you can't control if threes are going to fall or not. You know, so, you know, some nights Russ, Russ going to shoot 57% from three like he did against the Kings. Uh, and other nights he shoots 16% like he did against the Nets the other night. So uh, you can't control that. Um, guys can get hot. They can go cold. Um, but if you tell me, look, if you play Pat Bed and Russ less than 28 minutes a game, you're going to win like 95% of the time. I'm doing that all day. So I just think that that's, that's easier to control. The, the the three-point shooting, you can't really control that. So I think that that stat matters matters more The Russ and Pat Bev
2: playing less minutes okay Billy what do you think well I don't think two minutes really matters about who's in the game Our we know our problem is shooting so I'm gonna say we need to make 11 threes or more to win a game because but it's kind
1: of the same thing though but that's what the league is doing nine nine and eleven is the only (laughs) difference so, in the Lakers' win, we make over eleven threes a game, and the losses we make only nine. I mean, well, Russ
2: right like now is a kind of same different shooter, so I won't mind having him in the game. <laughs> That's true, and he also has the most assists in the game, so he's making plays for people, getting people open. So, if those guys knock down those shots, we're going to win games.
0: Well, uh, I mean, I think, personally, I think they—they they both are the two most significant stats. Uh, out of all the analytics that I ran uh, the other day. But you both make fair points. And, Kobe, you're right. Maybe, you know, 11, 12 threes a game isn't a huge difference. But you're talking six to nine points a game on a Laker team that doesn't score very efficiently. So that can be significant. If you go back and look at some of the losses, that's that's probably at least two or three more wins, just I was gonna say, don't alone. we get blown out every game? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay.
1: no. Okay. No. If, if we're counting just well, a couple just wins, saying. Okay, I could see that. I can see that.
0: Yeah, so if, if you make a few more, just just two more threes, would have won Portland, would have won Sacramento. There were, you know, there were games where you could go back and look, yeah, if we would have made just a couple more, it would have made a difference. Yeah. Um, but I like what you said about uh, you know, the the controllable aspect. Obviously, that is, you know, a, a interesting way to look at it because you can you can Look at the numbers and say, "Well, if we do this lineup or we do that lineup, it helps us win." And I think it's significant. The other night when we beat uh, the Nets, we had that nice fourth quarter surge to pull away. And if you recognized Russ and Beverly were not in the game down the stretch a lot in the fourth quarter during that run, and maybe it's just coincidence, maybe it's not, but it is you know something to you know make note of.
2: Yeah. I, I think I think Ham was just using the hot hand. That that lineup was playing playing really well, and that's what he was doing. But I mean, if if teams are averaging fifteen threes a game and we're averaging nine to ten, we're not going to win. Yeah, I mean, it's a big it, It's just it's just the way the NBA is now. I mean, it it wasn't like that back in the day, but it, that's how it is now. And you know, we, we don't have a guy that's going to make. For a game, unless he has a hot night, right? So, right. That's where, you know, the moves need to be made. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not until we get Bradley Beal in January. Just wait. And, and we because can't have
2: time. LeBron shooting from the logo. <laughs> Thinking, pulling up with 22 seconds on the shot clock, just pulling up threes. Thinking, but
0: he's open, Billy. Yeah, but come on.
1: And let me say this. Let me say this, Billy. I'm, gl- you, I'm glad you brought up. You LeBron. hate those shots just as
0: much as I. I know. do. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> of let me course, say this. it's terrible.
1: Let me say this. Now you brought up LeBron. Uh, if LeBron, the quote-unquote greatest player, arguably to ever play this game, who's normally a 35 percent three-point shooter. Is shooting a career low 24% from three this season. Don't you think that anyone in the league can also be susceptible to the same thing? Like, so we, we, we talk all this about Buddy Heald coming here. We need Buddy Heald. Buddy Hield is going to be our savior. But if LeBron, one of the greatest players of all time, is, you know, almost feels like this is mentally in his head with the three point shooting, don't you think like telling Buddy Heald, hey, you're going to be the Lakers savior? Don't you think that puts a little pressure on a guy who hasn't really played in a big market? Don't 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 we think that 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 I, I would just love for him to come here, him, you know, be able to not hit the side of the barn like Anthony loves, and then and then have all these Laker fans, you know, pissed off and wanting to go another route. You know, it's just it's like so cliche for us, you know, and it's just it's silly, like
2: silly. Don't don't you think a lot of that percentage is Um of lebron is taking these stupid shots. He's pulled up with 22 23 seconds of the shot and just popping from the logo popping I mean, he's been you know, for knowing that like the last four years since he's been here. He's been doing that Well, he's been doing it more this year and early this year too. Like He I don't mind him doing if he's on he's on a roll then i i've seen him do it when he's on fire. Okay, cool But he's not Steph. He can't just catch fire by popping stuff from the logo and think, okay, yeah, now that's gonna get me going. That that's he's he should be smarter than that anyway. Mm, yeah, I mean Le- I, LeBron's
1: LeBron though, man. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron's he's, got a LeBron I, ego, I, and
2: he probably is trying it. to shoot him. He's trying to shoot himself out of it, honestly, probably. I get you know, it, so. But but you shoot yourself out of it from mid range, from a regular three, from fadeaway, something that you know you see the ball go in, you start feeling good, you remember how that felt, and and it becomes you know how it is when you're on the court you're out there you feel that those first two shots go in. you're like okay give me the ball because i feel it you know like that's but he's not gonna do it just from popping stuff from the logo it's just not not normal not for him anyway i mean for lillard steph trey you know those guys you know that's different but you know he's never been a great three-point shooter and you know, for him to start trying to pop stuff from there, and with early in the shot clock, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, he's not—he's not great, but he's not bad either.
1: I mean, he's thirty-five percent—that's about average, you know. So for him to be shooting twenty-four percent this year is, is pretty crazy. So his his only other lowest year was his rookie year. He shot twenty-nine percent. So think about that—that's crazy.
0: Yes, well, he wasn't shooting a, from the logo point.
2: back then either.
0: No, it's a look. It's a fair point. He's older. He is, and he's he shooting struggling. from the
2: logo.
0: <laughs> I, I get it. You're you're both right. It's a fair point. He is struggling yeah, for three. But <laughs> that's why there's safety in numbers. You can't just go out and get get only buddy Heel and think he's gonna save the day. You gotta get buddy heel. You gotta get Miles Turner. You gotta get oh, some. Yeah.
2: You, you, you gotta get, one get
0: several guys
2: yeah. that
0: so if one guy struggles, whether mm. it's over a stretch or mm. whether it's just on a particular night, that you have other weapons. Other guys that can make shots to you know to help balance it out. So okay, um, <laughs> all right, one more one more fun segment here, one more new segment here we want to throw at you uh, that we'll do you know periodically here on the pod. Did I miss this uh, one? Uh, this is brand new, Billy, just for you. It's not even it's on. Called, a... It's called Ham or <laughs> Hamming It Up.
2: <laughs> oh God, was <What> it? we <laughs> like came up with that free so Thanksgiving segment? I mean, and you
0: could curse him. Okay, so here's the concept. <laughs> I will give you two two statements and you will tell me is this something that coach Darvin Ham actually said or something that I made up.
2: Give me two shots and let me
0: think about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, let me know when you're ready, Billy. <laughs> go I hey, mean go, guys, I mean um, You guys want to have some fun? Here we go.
1: All uh, right, I don't know what what's coming I don't know what's coming either, Billy, so it makes me feel better. So let's <laughs> let's go.
0: Okay, here is the first uh you know, so to speak, quote, just keep fighting the good fight. Or here's the second one. We can only control what's in our locker room. So, Billy, I'll let you go first. Which is the one that Darvin Ham said? The second one. The second one, we can only control what's in our locker room.
1: Colby, I what do feel you think? It, I, I actually feel it's the first one, that keep fighting the good fight. sounds like something Darvin Ham would say.
0: Okay, and the winner of the steak knives is Kobe.
2: <laughs> All right. Coach
0: Darvin Ham did say, "Just keep fighting the good fight."
2: But say Billy, you're
0: anyway. you're right. The, the <laughs> one that I made up is something that he very well you know could or probably will say at some point this year because he's definitely become sort of the king of these uh rah-rah cliche. <laughs> oh, that's a typical
2: head coach saying. So Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even even when Billy's wrong, he's right? What the
0: heck, man? It feels good to be on this pod.
2: Hey Kobe, so it feels we feels good to be on, steak on this pod. <laughs>
0: hey we, steak great, knives, we great on a curve.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kobe don't cook. He's getting faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right. I can't cut I can't cut my tacos with steak knives.
2: <laughs> <sighs>
0: All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up this week. Oh, it's uh, one gentlemen. question.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, oh, I thought did? we were doing like a
0: couple questions.
2: No. I know I that. I, just... I thought there was Oh my that's god. Not, you not you, not you, a you need to hey, cover up with more keep... next Hey, week. hey we, we got to <laughs>
0: tease a little bit here and there, man. Don't <laughs> you know how this Don't you know how this works?
2: <laughs> oh my god. next week then. Holy. You know, if they if they like it,
0: we got to keep them coming back I thought we were going to have like three questions. What the hell? No, oh, we've this got, got, so podcast, and then, oh, got wait. to try it out. we got to ease them in, baby. Podcast if they like waters? it, then they come, come back for guy. more.
2: Come get this guy. Man. Come on.
0: Ain't you never that's seen like, a bit that's before? Like, Jeez, you guys killing me.
2: That's like giving me one drink and saying you're cut off. Like, what the <laughs> <are>
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Billy, in some circles, people consider that normal. Just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right. Let's, Some let's people consider
0: that to be normal. I got to get to bed now. I just turned forty, and uh, my new bedtime is nine p.m. So let's get. Yeah, out Yeah, happy of here. happy birthday to Kobe. <laughs> it was his birthday this week, so. It's
2: four hundred. My four hundred birthday was yesterday.
0: <laughs> That's right. right. That's <laughs> why we're doing the pod on Wednesday, not Tuesday You don't look a day over three ninety nine, baby.
1: <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, uh, as always, <laughs> we thank you guys for listening. Uh, Again, please check us out uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, go to our IG, go to our Twitter, check out uh, the YouTube, and we'll keep uh, bringing you the stats and hijinks again next week. Peace out. Peace.